2: Good evening, happy Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> glad to have you guys here with us on tonight's Adrian Kay Show. There's nothing like going live, whether you're on radio or live TV. There's always all kinds of challenges that happen. So, uh, but we're glad to have you guys here with us. I'll explain that in a moment. I am Andrea K. dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here from 6 to 7 on The Answer, San Diego. What a crazy night it was last night. Crazy day has been today, and I'm just so glad to share this time with you guys. But yeah, we're going to talk about what happened last night. Is that Taps I hear in the background? Isn't Taps the song that gets played before a funeral? Is it time to say rest in peace to the far left kookies? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the far left craziness that's happening in our court system, most notably today with Roger Stone. We've got that to talk about. The, uh, what? who is it that producer Todd called? What does he call? Oh, Limp Broom. Limp Broom. Yeah, we had a Limp Broom sighting yesterday. So we got to talk about that. So, and if you want to chime in on anything on the show, give us a call. 888 344 1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm also streaming live right now on, at Andrea K. on Facebook. I know you guys have gotten used to watching it on, on TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Facebook get, was getting a little hinky there right before the show, so we're going to try to get it over there so you can watch it there as well, as well as our group, Kaniacs. Just so many different ways for you guys to be a part of the show, and we just love it. And the man who, who handles all that and more, he's like the AK Wrangler. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want carrot sticks? Get them out of here.
3: White Knuckle Broadcasting. (laughs) Yeah, buddy.
2: (laughs) Or don't they also call it like guerrilla broadcasting too? Isn't that another term for it?
3: There you go. I like that.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing. I know that there's, there's, there's I'm not like you. I don't think you're ever going to hear me or get, get find me or, or caught on a hot mic moment like Bill O'Reilly or um, Larry O'Donnell on MSNBC dropping the F-bombs and screaming and yelling at people. You know, I like to have the philosophy of I like to do a good show. But honestly, you know, we're not really solving the Middle East crisis here. You know, we're not saving lives. Nobody's going to die tonight if we have a little technical hiccup on the show. It's not time to say R.I.P. to A.K. in the A.K. show, but is it time to say R.I.P. to the entire leftist movement? Just a part of the leftist movement, of course. Today, everybody's saying it is past time to say R.I.P. to Bloomberg, but I don't think so. Did you watch any of of the debate last night? Did you care sticks?
3: Yeah, I did. Uh, it was uh, they sure went at each other.
2: That's yeah, the one
3: thing I got from it, and then they're all they all really attacked Bloomberg and. I don't, th- I don't know where he's polling at, but to me, it just seems like a waste of time if the guy's not even to be on some of the ballots in some of the places that they all focused. It seemed to be focused in on him.
1: Yeah,
2: it was really odd. It was almost like a really bad. It was that that Thanksgiving family, you know, meal you don't want to go to. There was nobody in that family. I mean, it, that reminds me of the holiday movie I think was The Family Stone with uh, the, the gal from Sex in the City and Diane Keaton. And I've got a friend of mine who loves that movie, and I watched it. I'm like, there's nobody likable there. There's nobody in that family I want to be around. I would want to jab myself With the knife that you cut the turkey with to get away from these people, and that's kind of what it was like last night. It was just a food fight, and there was nobody likable there. And I thought the moment that everybody was saying was the winner for Elizabeth Warren was when she confronted Bloomberg. And one clip was, and I I thought I pulled it, but I, I don't think now that I think about it, I didn't. It's when Elizabeth Warren says, "You know, we're we're going, we're we note that we're." Go, f- going against a guy who called women fat and long, you know, horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Trump. And that really stood out to me as a really critical line. And not just because it was a clever one-liner that somebody somebody helped their script. It was right, DJ Carrot Sticks, is we're, you're supposed to be there fighting for the nomination for yourself. And it was really about a us versus them. And that was not just an us versus them in terms of, Warren and the rest of them against Bloomberg, it was really against what Bloomberg actually represents, which is anything remotely moderate. And, and And everybody's talking today about how unprepared Bloomberg was, and clearly he was completely unprepared. But I think in part because I don't think he's realized, I don't think he's been paying attention enough to the landscape, it doesn't have his finger on the pulse enough to know That the Democrats are so hate-filled, so intolerant, their agenda is so tyrannical, so far down the road to Marksville, that they will destroy anybody who gets in their way, and they don't care whether or not there's a D after it. How many Democrats have they crushed in this cancel culture of theirs, some Democrat that they adored up until five seconds ago until somebody dug up a tweet from 15 years ago that they didn't like, and suddenly that person's no longer allowed to exist? Look at what they did to Roseanne, for example. They loved Roseanne until she decided to say something positive about Trump. And then they decided to absolutely destroy her. And that's what this is about. This is about a we a a what's the term for burning down? It it is a um, no holds barred burn and destroy leftist movement. And it should be destroyed before they get a chance to to destroy us. A couple of things I want to talk about with with Bloomberg and and a little no more about Warren because so much about the democrats is as you pointed out carrot sticks. None of them were Trump was the winner clearly last night. They spent more time throwing food at each other. None of the food they were throwing were appetizing and were something that could be sold to the American people. Meanwhile, even in that comment from Elizabeth Warren against Bloomberg, for comments he made about women, what was she doing there? She was basically saying this guy that the Democrat Party was hoping was going to oust, shove out Bernie Sanders, shove Elizabeth Warren and the rest of the far-left kooks aside, that this man was worse than Trump. That's what she did. She literally propped up Trump in that moment. Trump's starting to look pretty pretty good compared to Bloomberg in that moment. Uh, but the, the Democrats who poured millions of dollars into her campaign last night, were heralding her as some Muhammad Ali, uh, you know, as though this was some Thrilla in Manila, you know, knockout punch. I'm not even sure if he won Thrilla in Manila. I don't even remember that. I I don't even think I was born yet, but you get my point. They're, like, acting like this was some, like, amazing boxing match, and she was just, you know, had Bloomberg down for the count in 2.5 seconds. It's like, hold up a second. Oh, she's the one that can beat Trump. Really? Would Trump have stood there? And like a boneless piece of chicken and allowed her to whack at him like a mallet, trying to turn it and flatten him out? No. Trump would have wrecked her in 2.5 seconds. Trump would have wrecked her before she took the stage. He would have, he would have gone and, and said, hey, Focahontas, good to see you tonight. There's nobody on that stage could have handled him. Bloomberg was absolutely unprepared for the attacks that were coming to him, and he was unprepared to punch back. In part because when Trump punches back, punches back, everything about Trump is authentic. Everything about him is genuine, including his jabs when he defends himself. And he also has a way of defending himself, as you see in these rallies that he's. And tonight he had another amazing rally in Colorado. I mean, the the people have been standing outside in what five degrees, you know, for days now, camped out. They're there to see a man who, for every every bit of a jab he takes, he does it with it with. Tongue in cheek, he does it with a sense of humor. He does it with a light. Even back to the debate in which he was confronted, first question out the gate, when he was confronted about comments he made to women, he responded like, "Yeah, you know," shrugged his shoulders, "Yeah, only to Rosie. I just said that to Rosie." It's like you, you know, even when he's defending himself, it's still from a place of you can't ruffle his feathers too much. He's confident in himself. He's so confident in himself. He's confident in his own flaws. That's why the slings and arrows they throw his way bounce off. Unlike the thin skinned, what we had up here, I don't care whether it was the youngest from Pete Buttigieg all the way up to the oldest, which I don't even know who the oldest is. So there are many old hats on that stage. Who was the oldest? DJ cares. was it Sanders or? Yeah, I would Biden? have to
3: assume it's Bernie Sanders.
2: Well, I don't know, Biden. Lo- Biden physically, Biden even looked older than Sanders. Um, all of them. All I had, including Buttigieg, they were like snowflakes. Buttigieg and, and what's-her-name, Klobuchar, were like the two kids in the backseat of the car on the family family trip. And the parents like, you know, you two shut up back there. Stop fighting over who gets the last cookie. Because there was an onion. Un- there's two of you, and there was f- five cookies in the pack. And now some- there's an extra cookie, and somebody's fighting over it. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. And Klobuchar, another moment that was really big was when Klobuchar had a complete... Uh, crazy meltdown over the fact she's been going around since New Hampshire saying, I'm the one that can beat Trump. I'm the one that can beat Trump. And she gets called out for the fact that she couldn't remember the name of the Mexican president, Obrador. She couldn't remember his name to the point to where she was literally practically in tears. And then Elizabeth Warren has to come to her rescue like she's the mama telling the son, you stop picking on your sister because, you know, it's (laughs) – She, she, she's got company in town, if you know what I mean. Right? You know what I mean? You don't know what I mean, DJ Karis sticks. Aunt Flo's visiting. I mean, it was literally, it felt like that to me. Because Klobuchar practically had tears in her eyes. Like, she was so overly hormonal. And yeah, I said it. Because that, in fact, that is the, their behavior as women was the stereotypical behavior of women that men have been saying about. There's your feminist movement. A woman with tears in her eyes because she can't handle the fact that she's being called out for a mistake she made. That's how thin-skinned she was. And then there's Elizabeth Warren, who only humiliated her further and minimized her even further by having to come to her rescue and defend her. It was – the whole thing was completely humiliating start to finish. But I will tell you this before I wrap, that honestly, they're so full of hate – so far left with their policies and their agenda and dis- determine to destroy America and anybody who gets in its path that they can't see that there was one person on the stage that if they really got behind him really could possibly pose a threat to President Trump. And I'm going to explain who I think that might be when we come back from the break. So y'all come on back. More Andrew Acasio coming up. Did you get on?
4: students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree
5: purchase your copy of facing reality in american education today at amazon.com
0: without sounding too crass selling your home sucks is it time to move on from a home you've lived in for decades turn to senior home purchase program they'll purchase your home in as-is condition for a fair price and simplify your transition. This is not the dreaded traditional real estate sales process. No cleanup, no showings, and a certain sale on your timeline. Now, let's hear from an actual Senior Home Purchase Program client, Virginia from Rancho Bernardo. I just
5: highly recommend the Senior Home Purchase Program to everybody. These people give you a very fair price and they take care of everything. I often feel guilty just talking to other people who have moved and all their horror stories. It
0: was so easy. Receive the Senior Home Purchase Program's no-obligation offer by calling 858-859-0107. That's 858 859 or visit westviewshpp.com. That's westviewshpp.com. We can
5: make your bathroom shine right
6: Nicole Donnelly, and for almost 30 years I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind to offer great service at great prices. Most importantly, thousands of San Diegans have discovered how a woman's touch has helped them with our intuitive understanding of what you're looking for in a kitchen or bathroom remodel. Just listen to what our customers say.
5: I love working with the salesperson and installer. They were always on time and hard work.
2: I love the fact that Miramar Kitchen and Bath is a woman owned company.
5: Every day was always a pleasure to work with the Miramar Kitchen and Bath team.
2: We believe your experience matters. That's why our
6: experience matters. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath at 858-271-8434 or visit my design center. It's just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce.
1: Miramar Kitchen and Bath. License number 657333.
6: Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transand Therapy. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice, Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. The Answer San Diego half-price tuition program is expanding, and we're looking for private schools that would like to participate and receive free advertising on the Answer San Diego. Our half-price program connects schools with families in the area by offering half-price tuition to new students for the first year. The school gets more students and can receive thousands in free advertising. Plus, families
5: save money. If you're a school or a parent with a school in mind, call us at 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757.
0: Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and
5: radio.com. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
4: Welcome
2: back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Ooh, it almost feels like a Friday though, because. It's been a long week, and man, I I made myself watch that debate last night. I was super excited to get home to watch it because I'd been reading about how amazing it was, how it was so fun and exciting, and Elizabeth Warren this, and I had it recorded, and I got home, and I saw nothing but... A miserable, misery fest of just the most miserable family throwing the most unappetizing food at each other in their faces. And many people today are saying, is it time to say R.I.P. to the L.E.F.T.? And here to talk about last night's debate and to weigh in, is only he can, is Al Parada of The Stream. Hey, Al, welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. Hey, how you doing today? I'm good. Um, you know, I, I thought it was a disaster for the Democrats last night. And I don't know what these Democrats are thinking, acting like Elizabeth Warren. She took down Bloomberg so she can take down Trump. I mean, Bloomberg isn't tiny compared to Trump just in physical stature. There is no way that Trump would have stood there and let this woman beat him up like he's a piece of boneless chicken. Right? No,
7: no way. And that that, that was sort of the thing, you know, and that's what... So- um, one thing you could say about it, though, is that, you know, money can put you in the game, but it can't give you game. The guy do not have game. And, 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 and let the me interrupt.
2: The let me interrupt. You fellas, that is universal wisdom that works no matter what game you're trying to be in, babies. Okay? think. Remember that tomorrow night and Saturday night when you're out in the bars. Go on.
7: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's so funny is that, I mean, you, you know, it's... She she did humiliate him. It's like you know, Pocahontas took him down. Did you call him, <laughs> you know, they should call him Mi- Minnie Custer. Oh, that was what I was thinking, you know, Minnie Custer or something. Cause he, I mean, he paid all that money just to get abused. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's 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 great. But but I'm um, talking about Warren there real quick. She uh, you have to got to take her, give her credit. She got off off the mat. She needed to do well last night, and yeah. she did it. And that's what separates. The gamers, or from people who can, who might have, you have to watch the people you don't.
2: Yeah, it's like Bloomberg, Bloomberg wasn't Hunter. in the game last night. Uh, Biden really yeah. wasn't. Bi- Biden was trying it hard to get in the game last night. He was using his most fierce. He was pointing at those moderators like they were corn pop. You know, he was just like angry. the, the they were all trying so hard to prove that they were the one that could take out Trump that they all came across as just childish. Um, Sophomoric, emotionally immature brats who really, you know, really had no idea what they were doing. Warren got off the mat, but I don't think that the Democrat Party was served at all last night. And I think about from a policy standpoint, two hours, Al, I don't know what you heard, but all I heard was constant arguing over. Whether or not there should be Medicare for all, whether or not they were going to go full on communist with the health care or just kind of halfway communist with the health care. Were they going to go halfway to Havana or all the way there? And then how how far were they going to go in destroying our economy with climate change? I posted a meme yesterday that said on, on Wednesday, yeah, and it said... Um, you know, the the same people, you know, here we've got all these global governments that can't stop a virus from spreading, but we've got these same governments and like the Democrats here <laughs> trying to act as though they can, they can change the temperature if they just tax us to death that I did not hear. And that's, and that's what it was about. No, nothing, just trying to incite fear amongst Americans with climate change. Nothing clear about I- anything there. I didn't hear anything about the military. I didn't hear anything, honestly, about any- anything specific for any minorities. I didn't hear anything at all about th- any war on terror. I really didn't even hear much about immigration except for Amy Klobuchar to say that dreamers, i.e. illegals, are our future. I mean, it was too... Did you hear anything policy-wise that stuck out at you? No.
7: Well, that you, you get the point. Perfect. It's like they're so concerned about how to beat trump they're not telling me how they want to beat the opi- opioid crisis how they want to beat the homeless problem in cities like la how they want to how they want to beat the problems we have and that's part of the problem because you're not going to beat trump by being tough right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's playing that game it's just not gonna it's just not the way you beat the guy and it, it, they're upset if I wish they would care a little bit more about us and less about Trump.
2: Well how much of it yeah, <laughs> right. Well, how much of it is the fact too that they really don't have any answers? And that's why yeah. and, and they're and they're they are and they they do not have any answers for any of those problems because quite frankly the answer is capitalism and they're against it. The answer the the problems of, of poverty and unemployment un- unemployment's at an all time low, but any problems that we have are really as a, as a result of liberalism. Here in California, as well as the opioid crisis, you look at you look at most of the problems we have in this country, and the solution is in individual responsibility. It's in the rule of law, it's in free markets, and it's not in tyrannical, totalitarian communism. And they so and and that's the truth that they can't share to the American people. So all they can do is foment fear, and and anger, mm-hmm. and rage, and create and develop and grow a dependent class on them. And that's a hard thing to say. Well, right now, when you do have a president that has charm, he has charisma, he genuinely cares about people. He's got one hundred and something World War two year old World War II vets being carried in a MAGA hat at, at a Trump rally and Americans chaining USA. I mean that the, the difference is, is stark. And I'm glad that it is because Americans, there's never been a clearer choice. What do the Democrats do from here, Al Parada, to try to repair the damage done last night? And to try to have a message that can beat Trump. Well,
7: I mean, in one sense, you want them just to to concede the season and then take the draft picks and try again in 2024. But um, what they can, what they, they have a hard hand to play with the economy and everything like that. No matter what you say, but but with the, what they need to at least try to do is be aspirational and problem oriented. Again, it's not. To, what what can help what can we really try to help be serious about the issues and not not be worried about trump not be and now at this stage not be trying to rip each other down to prove how tough they are they it, i i sound totally a little speechless but, but it's but it's but it's true it's, it's, in a sense it's frustrating because we need that we need at some point there's not going to be trump what do we want america to look like in at our two hundred fiftieth birthday that to me is the, the question that's starting to plague on my mind. What are we going to look like? Well, t- speak to that. Speak to the America we want on our 250th birthday. Speak to that. Speak to yeah. the, the re- rebuilding, re- remodeling. What do we want us to look like now? The, what they're saying right now, they want us to look like a, a nation on the path to Venezuela. That right. Doesn't really sell that well, but. But at least that's if I'm if I'm one of those people that's what I'm doing. Otherwise, I'm, I'm otherwise I'm waiting for Hillary Clinton to just come in and somehow save the day at the convention. <laughs> yeah. Say, okay, look, Ellie, we, we're we're losers. We're all losers. Tell you what, we are all going to hand our donut. Over to you. And yeah. you know, some days I look at that field, and I think that her lawyers are paying all these people to act like this.
2: Yeah, I think that I, the really Democrats are in a real tough bind because the, the America – Trump was so brilliant when he came down in 2016, and he understood what was going on with the American people and came up with the Make America Great Again. He understood that, that there was still enough Americans out there that loved what this country was founded on, loved its principles, its values, including its Judeo-Christian principles and values, loved the mm-hmm. military, and love that the, the, – and that understand american exceptionalism and know that we are the greatest that while imperfect we're the greatest country in the history of mankind yeah. and versus the democrats their whole message is america stinks america sucks the world's collapsing in 10 years if we don't take everybody's homes and cars away from them and move everybody into You know, 50 foot high rises and cram everybody together and make them ride bikes to work and, you know, live by candlelight. You know, I mean, that's basically their message. And it's and it's a disastrous one. But I don't think but I don't think I I, I saw some Republicans conservatives today saying, that. oh, I'm just shocked that this many Americans are buying into this. If you're a conservative and you're a conservative analyst, conservative pundit, if you're somebody who's been been supposedly analyzing politics and what's going on in America for a while now, and you're and this is the first time you're seeing this, and, you, and you're shocked by this, you haven 't been paying attention and that's, and that's yeah. part of the problem we've got al is where we have seventeen thousand people showing up at a Bernie Sanders rally because we, we have the Republicans haven 't done enough to push back against the growing threat of communism and Marxism in this country, particularly through our schools.
7: Yes, because yes, we 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 forget that somebody like AOC, what was she, a year old when the Berlin Wall fell? Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any personal experience with the people who are coming, you know, the the rescue of Eastern Europe and the fall of this fall of uh, that they, So they're listening to only what the professors are saying, the teachers are saying, the media is saying. They don't know, and that's why, you know, that it, you're you're correct. it's our job to ed- educate them about the dan- the the, the, dan- the dangers of what is being proposed. What it, because they do they are not—it's—it's not, not something that's ingrained in them. You know, we—I'm old enough to remember. You know, the the, the you know—the Cold War. You know, Saturday—Saturday Saturday is the um, 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. What made that so important? Because what was the Ice? Mir-
2: I, I don't know what's the Miracle, the
7: miracle on Ice. The oh, Miracle on Ice when the United States—you know—the young college kids of Team USA at the Winter Olympics defeated the, the Soviet Union in the biggest upset. Oh, I did hear
2: years. about that. I did. Kurt Russell do a yeah. movie about that
7: yeah miracle with Ken yeah. Rock great, yeah. great, great, great. but yeah but 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 you remember that you remember how that that battle that was going on with communism the Soviet Union, and this guy, Bernie Sanders, would have been rooting for the Soviet Union, and we are about to let you know you know nominate him as the democratic nominee. That is that is that is insane to people who remember that.
2: Yeah, well, kid, inclu-
7: they don't remember
2: that, right? Including Chris Matthews, who said, "You know, we got to stop this." He said, "I'm old enough. I don't know how Chris, old Chris Matthews is." He said, "But he there was he was actually an adult at the time, I guess during yeah. during the revolution in Cuba and how he was all for it initially until he saw what ended up happening." And he said, "You know, uh, under under Bernie's revo- revolution, you know, I could be shot." He, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he was mm-hmm. saying, but it's absolutely true. You know, Keith Ellison uh, the somehow the subject of, of Bernie Sanders and his supporters being violent and being aggressive came up today. And Keith Ellison said, oh, I haven't seen one example, you know, Keith Ellison, who was sworn in on the Quran, yeah. uh, I haven't seen one example of Bernie bros being violent. And Steve Scalise said, oh, I can think of one because um, he was gunned down on a baseball field by a Bernie yeah. supporter. You know, let's talk about Antifa. You know, these, these Antifa crowds, these anti-First Amendment crowds, that's, that, that's all about they're throwing cement milkshakes at people and cracking their heads open. They're all Bernie supporters supporters let's talk about the the project veritas video al parada that came sure. out recently with bernie's iowa ground game guy on the payroll was on video talking about anybody wants to resist we'll throw them in gulags or shoot them i mean these people are serious and Goodness. even even in the general democrat population you see what these social media crowds are about in terms of the personal and professional and financial destruction of anybody they don't agree with that's that's just you know mainstream democrat now so the you know i don't i don't think it's too far fetched to say that if we allow this threat to continue to grow in this country and take root, it is going to get even more violent and dangerous. Wrap us up, Al Parada.
7: Well, you talked about the Project Veritas, and, and, the, and but he was taught what well, the guy was. He was saying, he was saying that Milwaukee, where the Democratic National Convention is going to burn, if Bernie is not the nominee, and we should take this seriously, especially after what happened to four years ago and they got robbed. We need to. It, we need to take it seriously. It is not a game with these people. Their their, 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 their basis is this fascist like French revolutionary like purity test where, you know, are they going to bring out guillotines? No, they don't need guillotines anymore. But, but the same idea applies. And that is where it always goes. The utopian thing fails and it, it descends into this control and madness and ultimately suffering and death. And we need to Teach people about it and be clear about it, because you know we look at the Bernie Sanders as like a, a Larry Larry David type, you know, something to kind of laugh at. He's a mm-hmm. nice caricature, but no, has he has he condemned the people that were co- co- you know caught on the Project Veritas videos? No, no, have they been fired? No, have they been denounced? No. That, that Absolutely means, not. That means he's got to believe it.
2: That's right. All right, Al Parada, thank you so much for being here. Everybody, y'all need to read. I've we have had quite a few people from the stream on here from Rachel Alexander, mm-hmm. Al Parada, and John Smearrick and, and more. So great sight. You guys do great work there. I appreciate it. Al Parada. Thank you. Thank you. Have awesome a good day. All right. Thanks. All right, y'all stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show coming up.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, Kay. spelled K A Y E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far.
6: Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113.
0: Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules,
1: 619-992-7113. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne.
2: And I'm Danica Bourne.
1: And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. Tax.
6: We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach.
1: South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number.
6: Call us today at one 800 TAX 1176 for a free
8: consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start.
1: Proverbs 1522 says... Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1 800 TAX 1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1 800 TAX 1176.
0: To paraphrase Thomas Jefferson in his first inaugural address, we are all libertarians. All of us support individual liberty, economic freedom, fiscal sanity, and the right to live our lives without excessive government intrusion. Join Bob Zadek, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., for a full hour of discussion with the smartest guests on radio. Insightful, spontaneous, and thoughtful. It's the show of ideas, not attitude. The Bob Zadek Show, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., only on The Answer.
9: Hello, I'm Garth Blumenthal, Mercedes-Benz of Temecula. And if you're less enamored with the car you drive, maybe it's time to make a change, especially during our Fall in Love Again sales event. An incredible selection of beautiful models reminds you how easy it is to rekindle the fire. We also just received the Best of the Best Gold Laurel Award from Mercedes-Benz. Visit mbtemecula.com to browse the Mercedes-Benz and Sprinter inventory or stop by the dealership. There's going to be at least one you'll fall in love with.
6: Mercedes-Benz of Temecula, building relationships one guest at a time. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at
5: TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
2: Andrea Kay here. Heard weekdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Every day, y'all, we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. And that's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory, an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. And the Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. And the idea is simple. When we find businesses that we want to recommend, we add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values visit the answer san diego business directory and you can help grow our community too if you know a company that should be on the directory have them list their business today at the answer san it's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values so go to the answer san click on the business directory link and start your search today that's the answer san and click on the directory link
0: the Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on Smart Speakers and Radio.com.
5: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer, San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Speaking of the left, before the break we were talking to Al Parada about the left's agenda and, and uh, how frightening it literally is. You know, the, 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 the left, no matter what country it is, they can never get the reality of their their marxist plan over with honesty and with truth on any citizens they've got to do it inch by inch it's death by a thousand cuts it's like that that old metaphor or analogy of the frog in a, in a pot of boiling water and that's that's kind of what it is and we need to and and the the republicans and conservatives really it, and that's kind of what's been happening here and i i actually hope that we have—whichever Democrat's going to get up there, I'm sure that Trump is going to address it, but it becomes even more clear if it is Bernie Sanders. One of the questions that was asked last night was, uh, or if there, if the this all fleshes out, are you guys all in agreement when it gets to convention that whoever has the most delegates or meets the, the requirements for the number of delegates, are you guys going to be cool with that? Only Bernie Sanders said yes. So um, we'll have to see what happens, see how it plays out. In the meantime, um, speaking of death by a thousand cuts, one of the ways in which the left has been uh, boiling the frog here in this country, and I've talked about it so many times, is how they've amassed more and more power to the Justice Department and particularly the courts and these dictators in black robes. And they, and they are really hijacking our country in so many ways, most obviously with immigration, but now you can see it as front and center in a way that's probably been happening for a long time. We just didn't really know it until the FBI and the DOJ was weaponized against President Trump the battle in this country, which has been uh, un, uh, so much of it has been unbeknownst to us. I don't think we had any idea how deep that there even was a deep state, how deep it was, how far reaching it was that we had all these unelected bureaucrats, and judges are elected, but like here in California, we're not even allowed to know what you know what party they're with. It's hard to really evaluate a judge. Uh, we've actually got the Lincoln Club, a conservative group here in San Diego. That's actually endorsed a Democrat to be a judge here in San Diego. It's absolutely crazy. Um, the latest example of the courts being weaponized is Roger Stone. So we all know what's happened. You all know that Roger Stone was railroaded. It was a process crime. They, The the Mueller and his team were literally entrapping and working hard to create crime. So we all know that that's what was happening with Roger Stone. We all know that the prosecutors wanted nine years, way too much. So then catch you up. So the judge, you know, um, was should have. Then then we get all this information out about this juror, right, this tainted juror. So um, in the meantime, so then Stone's defense attorneys, they file for um, a retrial. The judge absolutely could have. And if she had any character and integrity, would have. Even if she didn't want to, even if she didn't want to rule Right now, immediately on a retrial until there was more investigation, it absolutely, there's no other way to characterize, no other way to assume, no other way to judge what this judge did by, by refusing to, to wait, refusing to wait on sentencing until she, until she ruled on the retry motion. And oh, by the way, I, I need to ask Tom DeBocaro, if you've got shenanigans in a courtroom involving a tainted jury... Why would you ask that judge to rule on whether or not there should be a retrial? Do, does that make sense? Do you, DJ Carrot Sticks? Like, why would you ask the judge that's presided over over a, over a trial with a tainted jury? Why would you ask her if there should be a retrial? Well,
3: I I kind of agree. I always do sports analogies, so I would say you know, and kind of like that one game with where the Saints got robbed. Would you ask those referees uh, you know to change the ruling on uh, pass interference? No, you'd go to the higher somebody up. else.
2: Yeah. Why why is this judge being asked? So of course she refuses to, to have any motion. And not only does she not issue a motion first on whether or not there's a retrial before she goes to sentencing, she sentences Roger Stone today. And not only does she sentence she proceeds to lecture him from the bench. And then on top of lecturing that, oh, this doesn't have anything to do with your enemies. Of course it does. You just said, anytime somebody says, well, this re- isn't really about this about you. Uh, uh, no, actually, they're, they're saying that it is. Everything that she's done about this, as the judge, proves that it's about his enemies going after him. And you know another way that we know that? Because then she, in, after sentencing him to 40 months, she then issues a gag order for him. You tell me why he's not allowed to speak. We, murderers are even allowed to talk after they've been convicted of murder. Why is this man being denied his First Amendment rights? This is absolutely outrageous. Reports have come in that Bill Barr was, that, and by the way, she gave 40 months, which was exactly what Bill Barr said that he wanted. Reports are coming out that Bill Barr was happy to, to think that he, that he could get 40 months. Uh, le, let me let that sink in for a moment. Bill Barr is happy. He, he actually told people he would be happy if Roger Stone got 40 months. Bill Barr is absolutely aware of everything that's going on. Bill Barr is not sitting back knowing that it, not knowing that Andrew McCabe or was not a part of the fact that Andrew McCabe is not going to be charged. As though he's sitting back and didn't know that it was some underling that made the decision to not charge Comey. Bill Barr is very much a part of the problem. And you know what? Hat tip to President Trump. Who, Because Bill Barr tried to put a gag order on Trump by going on ABC News and acting as though Trump's tweets and i.e. Trump expressing himself is making it impossible to do his job. Let me tell you something, Bill Barr. I didn't go to law school, but I know that the laws that are in the code that are in our are, are, are legal code can be applied regardless of whether or not you see a tweet. So Trump decides, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this gag order. I'm not going to let Barr tell me what I'm allowed to talk about. So he said just this little clip today. I want you to hear this.
9: It's my strong opinion that the forewoman of the jury, the woman who was in charge of the jury, is totally tainted. When you take a look, how can you have a person like this? She was an anti-Trump activist. Can you imagine this? Now, you wouldn't know about a bad jury. Anybody here know about bad No? These people know more about bad juries than everybody here, including the sheriff and the mayor and everybody. They know about bad juries. We're not going to say it too much. Let's not say it in front of more cameras than this. But you're my experts, okay? No, but this is a woman who was an anti-Trump person, totally. Now, I don't know if this is a fact, but she had a horrible social media account. The things she said on the account were unbelievable. She didn't reveal that when she was chosen. And she's, I guess, from what I hear, a very strong woman, a very dominant person. So she can get people to do whatever she wants. And she got on, then she became the four person, four woman on the jury. And I assume they asked her, A question. Do you have any bias? Do you have any? She didn't say that. So is that a defrauding of the court? You tell me. But does this undermine our fair system of
2: justice? How can you have a person like this? Did she delete her social account? Yeah, all great questions. Questions that clearly absolutely should have been answered and investigated and answered before Roger Stone was sentenced today. Bill Barr, you are presiding over nothing but an injustice department and it is absolutely a shame. Trump was sending you a message today to do your dang job. But he was also sending a message to his base today before he went to a rally tonight because he is rightly concerned, no doubt, about the impact on him and whether or not the base is going to be so demoralized that they're going to stay home in October. Because at some point, how many of the base are going to go, you know what, this is on Trump. He promised to drain the swamp. He promised to restore the rule of law and that we would not have the situation where we have today, where all the people who lied to Congress and spit in our faces from Comey, Clapper, Brennan, Struck, Page, and beyond. They're all out doing book deals, making buku money, while Flynn, Manafort, Roger Stone, and more have been financially and personally and professionally destroyed. It's absolutely a disgrace, like Barr is. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We got to talk Lip Broom because he was back on the scene today. So y'all don't go away. More Andrea and K. Show coming up.
4: For students to discover their gifts and talents. To excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree.
5: Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement.
6: In the race for Congress, there's only one proven conservative trusted by Mike Huckabee to champion our values. Trump conservative Daryl Issa.
0: This is Mike Huckabee. I know Daryl Issa. He's a good man and the right man for Congress. He's principled and proven. Unlike some Republicans in this race... Darrell is reliable, conservative, deeply pro-life, and proudly pro-Trump. I know for a fact that President Trump trusts Darrell and can rely on him. Darrell will help the president build a wall and secure our borders. And that's why the National Border Patrol Council, with 18,000 agents who defend our homeland, have endorsed Daryl Issa for Congress. National Right to Life endorsed Darrell because they know he'll defend life, champion the rights of the unborn, and stand up to the pro-abortionist in Washington. Join me, Mike Huckabee, and conservatives everywhere supporting Daryl
1: Issa.
6: I'm Daryl Issa,
1: candidate for Congress, and I approve this message.
6: Paid for by Issa for Congress.
1: Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne.
6: And I'm Danica Bourne.
1: And And we're we're the the owners owners of South South Coast Coast Tax. Tax.
6: We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach.
1: South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number.
2: Call us today at one 800 TAX 1176 for a free
8: consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start.
1: Proverbs 1522 says... Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1 800 TAX 1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1 800 TAX 1176.
0: Reality Show. Oh, surprise! Another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title.
4: If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off.
0: Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off and turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's prime time lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego.
8: Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks and lower, but we did regain most of a midday pullback from the two-day record run. The corona problems, the handy excuse. And a lot of companies are reducing their first quarter guidance as a result of the lockdown of China, the world's second largest economy. And even though this may be reopening the China operations, the damage to the first quarter results, well, it's already been done. The Philly Fed, Mid-America Manufacturing, up 200% better than expected at a three-year high in the first quarter, while uh, leading economic indicators were up a solid eight-tenths. The Department of Justice will side with Oracle in its pending copyright suit against Google, and the IRS says Facebook faces over $9 billion in back taxes. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street.
0: Streaming now at the Answersandiego.com and radio.com.
5: Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Um DJ Carrot Stakes, I just uh, had an email come my way. uh I, and you've really kind of been my go-to guy to update everybody on what's going on with this. Coronavirus, aka COVID nineteen, baby, and you didn't let me know that. I guess health officials are asking thousands of people across the United States. Fifty four hundred people in the state of California have been asked by self uh, state health department officials to quarantine themselves. Fifty. Yeah, I wish you all could see the look on carrot stick's face so, right woo! now. Say what yeah, in Washington state, over seven hundred people are being monitored for possible coronavirus, yeah, um Georgia, Illinois, and New York are among other states with hundreds of potential cases being watched by officials. This is a major increase in possible cases um so this is really interesting, so um you know, it's starting to appear as though uh we ain't been getting a straight scoop, child, on what's going on with the coronavirus where i can't hear you
3: i'm screening a phone call
2: oh um he's he's got a caller coming in um good cuz i i think he's probably in shock right now as to uh what's uh what's going on um also some little local news here we actually had 15 people were arrested by uh I guess the border patrol here 15 people were arrested in a human smuggling ring here at Ski Beach. Did you hear about that DJ Sticks?
3: No, I did not. I know where that that's right down from my house. I
2: know, Ski Beach. 15 officials um they uh they were on two boats I think it was off of Ski Beach. And so I don't know. I, I can't tell from the report exactly what tipped off the um, Border Patrol peep, peeps in the ice as to what was going on. But they, they've got their ways. It's kind of like back when we used to have the border checkpoints. Those dudes would be so skilled. They could just look in a car and tell by the look on your face that they needed to pull you over. So they know what they're doing. It, ha- it happens
3: a lot down there in the bay and on in Mission Beach. Uh, a lot of times they'll just find a boat washed up on shore that's empty because they've all come to shore and they just abandoned abandoned the ship.
2: Well in this case They weren't abandoned They, stay, they pulled them over These two boats they, they pulled them over And then they started Scattering running off Like roaches So then they brought Them all back um, I don't they, I did, they didn't get into Specifics as to how They knew it was A human smuggling ring That you know Because how do you know It's human smugglers Versus just some illegals That you've, you've pulled Out of the water um, But I always hate I don't know I, I can't see now Who the article was If it was I think it was Local NBC I hate the term Undocumented That just chaps My hide to hear that there is no such thing as undocumented undocumented I hear's undocumented our old friend from the radio show Craig sewing was down in Jamaica one time on a trip and he lost his passport that's undocumented and you can call the authorities and get a copy of it that's when you're undocumented no you're they're here in this country illegally I also hate the term Mexican national they're illegals They're illegal aliens. That's an actual legal term. we got to start using the right terms in this country. Um, So Lip Broom went to do, as part of a book tour, he went somewhere over the weekend and had a little sit-down, a little had-to with Susan Rice. And doesn't that say everything, by the way, about John Bolton? If you're a person of of credibility, if you're a person that cares about national security, you're going to sit down and have... A a seminar, or whatever you want to call it, a speaking engagement with Susan Rice, who went around on all the talk shows and perpetrated a lie to the American people that Benghazi was about a video attacking Muhammad, lying to the faces of Americans who lost their kids that were slaughtered because of the Obama administration, Obama himself and Hillary Clinton ignoring 400 requests for security. You're going to sit next to Susan Rice? Who then turned around and lectured John Bolton for the fact that he supposedly had evidence of an abuse of power and didn't go to the public about it. But here's the highlight of that. Here's the bottom line. Bolton says himself, there's nothing I would have said that would have changed the outcome of the impeachment hearings. So John Bolton, being the suck up to the left, being the guy who's, I mean, clearly in answer to her question, Trump didn't do anything in terms of abuse of power, but clearly Bolton wouldn't say anything because he sat there and allowed himself to be lectured by Susan Rice, whose uh, uh, administration had the most gross, egregious abuse of power. And I'm not even just talking about the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ against the Trump campaign and officials for political purposes. But the abuse of power that involved the fast and furious of the Middle East, where they took an ambassador over there for the purpose of running guns, set him up, put him up in a position of danger, ignored security requests, and left Americans to die. Is there any greater abuse of power than putting Americans in a place of harm and then leaving them as lambs to slaughter to a terrorist attack? On an anniversary of September 11th and then lying to the American people about it to this day. We have no idea where Obama was. We know he got up the morning after September 11th and went to Vegas and did some fist bumps. Speaking of Vegas, they were in Vegas last night, uh, carrot sticks. I don't think anybody mentioned in the debate about the the biggest shooting in American history that happened in Las Vegas. What do they know? Because you would think that the Democrats would be talking about that. In fact, I don't remember them talking much about gun safety, as they like to call it which is stupid because you know guns don't shoot themselves off i mean they don't you know arm load themselves up with bullets and like self pull the trigger so it's it's crazy so um i, I think john bolton just kind of hurt himself there even with his book sales when he when he and and, and def- defending himself against susan rice and obviously sucking up he this man cares more about susan rice's opinion of him than, than he cares about Trump supporters. That's how messed up Bolton is. But he obviously shot himself in the foot with any book sales because, you know, basically he let the cat out of the bag that there's, you know, wouldn't have changed anything with the impeachment. All right, so tomorrow is Friday. Do we have a Friday fun day or are you going to surprise us tomorrow night, DJ Carrot Sticks?
3: We have a Friday feel-good segment. Oh,
2: we do? Oh, yes. yay! we need some feel-good. All right, hope y'all feel good. See y'all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Peace out.